When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, if you like this podcast, go behind the paywall to get privileged access to the smartest minds in finance. Join the Real Vision community and learn how to become a better investor. Visit realvision.com slash rvpod and use the promo code podcast10, that's podcast10, to get 10% off our essential membership for the first year. Now, to the top analysis of today's crypto markets. Welcome to the Real Vision Crypto Daily Briefing Show. I'm Elaine Lee, your friendly crypto host and producer. Are rocking the BTC Orange today, as you can see. You know that we're going to have a little deep dive into the Bitcoin ordinals conversation. And here with me today, I have made a new Twitter friend uh, who is going to tell me all about the growing Bitcoin Web3 wallet that we're seeing today. Um, Elizabeth Olson, she is the head of growth at Xverse. Elizabeth, welcome to Real Vision. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Elizabeth, I think I just want to start. Uh, off by talking a little bit about your Twitter profile bio. I was looking into it. I read the word Sotheby's, and uh, which is covering luxury. And now you're in this space where you're just talking about Bitcoin wallet growth. I mean, how did you get into this space? Let's start a little bit talking about that, first of all. Sure. I do have a rather uh, non-traditional entry into uh, the Bitcoin space. Um, I actually do come from the luxury sector. I was for many years at Steinway and Sons and then Sotheby's auction house um, most recently. And I just saw all the exciting things happening in the Web3 space there. Uh, at the time, Sotheby's had just launched the Sotheby's Metaverse. A lot of the auctions I was working on had digital NFTs tied to the property. And even uh, the US Constitution was one of my auctions. And I saw that the uh, Constitution DAO come through. So it was a really exciting time in the space. And I knew that I wanted to get involved directly and have a direct impact as soon as possible. So uh, I was recruited for Xverse, where I am now. And I thought, what better place to start than a wallet where you get a seat at the center of all the action. So you get to have exposure to things like DeFi and NFTs and payments and uh, all the many exciting things that the Web3 space has to offer. Wow, the constitutional doubt, that seemed almost like a lifetime ago now. Um, and I remember that project really well. So you must have had a fascinating standpoint where you're seeing, you know, the digital goods coming in and the real true sense of ownership and what that means for the future of digital art. So a really good front seat. And now you're into this sort of universe and this ecosystem. I think I want to start just by talking to you. What exactly is an ordinal and why have they been so controversial? They're always on my Twitter timeline. Let's go a little bit into that. Sure. So ordinals are essentially Bitcoin NFTs. And what makes them so unique is that they're directly on chain. So unlike Ethereum NFTs where you have IPFS, these are something that's directly uploaded, data directly uploaded to the Bitcoin base layer. And so what we're doing to make that possible 
is we're uploading data and that that process is called inscribing. So we're inscribing this data directly onto a Satoshi and a Satoshi is the smallest monetary unit of Bitcoin. You can kind of think of it like a cent to a dollar. And once we have this data on the Satoshi, the Satoshi is now unique. So now we have a non-fungible token directly on Bitcoin. Mm. You know, Samantha Bullman, who is our community member who joins us every day. Hello, Samantha and Canada. Uh, she literally wrote, looking forward to learning about ordinals. I know nothing. You know, every day I come on the Twitter timeline. I see so many people. There's ordinal shows on Twitter now with, I think, Trevor.BTC. They're talking about Bitcoin and pizza every day. But so many people are just so still new to the space. And we're going to take you step by step through this video, how to sort of open up yourself to learning a little bit more about this ecosystem. I mean, so what's the controversial about it? I mean, I've read that some people said, you know, a lot of people in the Bitcoin community saying, oh, it's jamming up the network. Like, what's the conversation there? Yeah, it is really interesting. There's been a lot of um, friction within the Bitcoin ecosystem. I would say in particular, there's a certain, uh, I would say minority group of people who believe that Bitcoin should only be used as a sound money layer, kind of like gold. You hoard it, you look at it, you watch it grow. But ultimately, Bitcoin to survive and to uh, really uh, reach mass adoption, we actually need to make pro uh, Bitcoin usable um, in a way that that we can scale it and uh, and and have all different kinds of solutions like DeFi and NFTs. So this is actually really good for Bitcoin. Uh, so I would say there there are definitely some legitimate concerns around the congestion of the blockchain, but ultimately, uh, ordinals are just another door to and force us to face these issues and make Bitcoin scalable. So we're seeing a whole new wave of talent. Uh, and that's what I'm most excited about is the, the talent and the funding, the, the VCs that are now looking at Bitcoin thanks to ordinals. Yeah, no, and we've spoken about the growth of the Bitcoin ecosystem here on Real Vision. And it just, you know, when they when we talk about how culture is the new investment class, this is the opportunity again. And I want to bring up this little uh, photo because, you know, I'm a Twitter stalker. Ultimately, take a look at this photo here that I see uh, of you with Peter uh, Schiff here, who was a massive Bitcoin critic. And now he was all into the Bitcoin Web3 ecosystem. What's going on there? Where did you meet him? Where did you hang out? Yes, yeah, so that was just a few weeks ago in New York City. Uh, Peter Schiff heard about Bitcoin NFTs, and he is he is known as being one of the biggest Bitcoin critics out there. So it's so interesting. He has an artist friend, and I think for fun, they thought, why not we launch a collection on Bitcoin? You know, I think there's, you know, what is true gold here? Is is it the physical metal or is it is it uh, is it Bitcoin? And, and Bitcoin is known as being this this digital store value for gold. So I think I think he. He thought it would be an interesting project to launch this collection. So um, it was a, a, a collection, I believe, 50 prints and uh, they're they're sold out. And I think he he did well. And uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, I think everybody is is being kind of orange pill right now uh, coming to the Bitcoin ecosystem. You know, we're seeing people from Ethereum, from Solana, from all different chains and even a lot of bridges being made within the Bitcoin ecosystem between these uh, extremist people who believe it should only be used for gold, sound money basically, versus actually making it usable. And, and that's what ordinals are doing. It's not making a change to Bitcoin itself, but uh, that's what's so wonderful. Bitcoin is permissionless and people will find new ways to innovate. 
Yeah, I just think the space is way too small in the digital asset world to having all kinds of drama. But, you know, what's interesting to me when you're telling me about this is I remember having one of our guests, Brian Estes, on the Real Vision platform. And I think this was like almost ooh, two years ago when he goes, oh, Elaine, you know, um, I've got a, a Bitcoin NFT. And I was like, what's a Bitcoin NFT? And he was telling me that he got one of those Playboy NFTs. And I remember the Playboy collection was on. Yeah, I remember the Playboy NFT um, uh, was on Bitcoin. Um, so that's a small, uh, small thing that I remember that brings into mind. Um, OK, so that's really interesting. Um, so you are now with Xverse. Tell me a little bit more about Xverse. I mean, I log on to the website. I see it's the Bitcoin Web3 wallet. I've had a little play with it myself. I've downloaded it. Um, what is it that you're actually growing over there and building? So you can kind of think of Xverse like a Bitcoin super wallet. We're offering everything that the Bitcoin Web3 space has to offer. So we're kind of like that gate gateway to the ecosystem. Uh, so not only payments, but also you can hold your Bitcoin NFTs in a beautiful gallery, which I'll be showing you in a little bit. Uh, you can also access Web3 dApps, decentralized applications on Bitcoin. So that means you can log in and directly connect your wallet to marketplaces, NFT marketplaces where you can trade and swap. And then you can also connect to uh, protocols like DeFi protocols and, and many other exciting new applications being built out. Um, and another thing you can do is also uh, stack stack tokens to earn Bitcoin rewards. So there's all different kinds of new features and exciting uh, exciting capabilities that we're we're unlocking in the the Bitcoin ecosystem. Yeah, so Elizabeth, I remember when I first reached out to you on Twitter, I was like, hey, I really need someone to sort of have a conversation with me and tell me how to start going into this ecosystem because I think, okay, you know, the journey of stepping into NFTs is like your MetaMask wallet, um, get a bit of Ethereum, and then you, you know, go and buy whatever crap out is on there and open C. And now I think, you know, you've seen so many other blockchains launching their own NFT market as well. Okay, cool. That's in the systems as well. Gaming is taking a whole new revelation on chain, which is fascinating as well. But I mean, ordinals, it, the more I went into the vortex, of course, I opened up and stepped into the vortex myself is, okay, Bitcoin is Bitcoin. Uh, you know, it's just a different caliber of itself. So I think just taking, looking back at my own journey is I started with getting my ENS name, you know, blah, blah, Elaine.eth. And that was like my first sort of ownership identity going into that ecosystem. Um, and I recently registered for something myself called Elaine.sats, uh, which is a journey I did myself as well. So I think, you know, if you can show us a little bit uh, through using the Xverse wallet, how to get your um, .btc domain, I would love to tell that uh, with a little show and tell if you can. Absolutely. I think that's such a great way to get started in the ecosystem is to secure your Bitcoin identity, your Bitcoin username. And what I love about Xverse is that if you're coming from another chain like Ethereum and, and familiar with a wallet experience like MetaMask or a Phantom Wallet on Solano, if you come to Bitcoin, you'll find that Xverse is actually quite similar. Uh, we are available on, on iOS and Android as well as the Chrome browser extension. And yeah, let's go ahead and get started. I can kind of walk you through that, uh, through that process to secure your first Bitcoin username. So can you see my screen? <laughs> Hey everyone, we're going to take a quick pause and hear our word from our partners. We'll be right back. <laughs> yes, I can. 
to ask that on Zoom calls. So can you see my screen? Um, <laughs> Did you pick up a British accent as well there? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe picking up. Can you see it? Okay, great. Um, so, so here we have, uh, if you go over to xverse.app, this is our website and you can see where we're available to download and you can click download. I already have the wallet installed as a Chrome browser extension since I'm on my laptop right now. Uh, so I'll just go ahead up here, click on the browser extension and log in. I love seeing the longest password in the world. Yes. You know what? I think somehow my, I think I might need to unshare my screen to grab my we password. Will give you, we will give you all the patience to do that while I hang around with my community. Uh, we actually have one member. Um, uh, Oh, wait, oh, he texts he his name, name all the time. Uh, Nemo Trader, um, he said he has the Xverse wallet and he goes, um, RV should define what an ordinal is. We did. You just missed the top of the show. No, I'm kidding. But we have spoken a little bit about that. Let me pop into uh, our YouTube space we're as back. well. Oh, we're it's, back. It's okay. Good to go. Yeah, yeah. Good to share. Good to share. Uh, <laughs> so here we go. We're, we're in. Or in one of my accounts in my wallet firsthand, you get to see. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so here up at the top, you'll see I have my Bitcoin username secured. And to do that, you're going to need to purchase some Stacks tokens. Stacks is a Bitcoin layer uh, enabling all different kinds of applications secured directly on Bitcoin. And so all you have to do is go to a fiat on ramp. Mm -hmm. And let's say I want to purchase Stacks. We have MoonPay, Binance and Transact available. So you can easily uh, on-ramp your, yourself depending on whatever fiat currency you're coming from and depending on where these, these, uh, these fiat on-ramps are available in your country and simply exchange, purchase some stacks. And then from there, we're going to go and navigate to btc.us. And here is where the fun begins. Uh, Elaine, what, what kind of username should we uh, secure today? Uh, the DGEN in me would go blackrock.btc, but I think that's probably taken. Let's go for something. <laughs> no, let's go for real. Let's see if blackrock is available. Uh, it is unavailable. Of course that's it is, you DGEN. Someone has taken it. Let's put in real vision. Does that work? Real vision. Here we go. Okay. Oh, it's taken. I know someone in the community did it. I, I just know them. They're so smart like that. Okay. I did test your name yesterday. And so Claim how do we I'll, I'll send you yeah. a bit of BTC after a paper. How much is it actually? So they're they're actually not that expensive. Um, oh, sorry, I do need to sign in to the account. Let's see. So first of all, you need to connect the wallet. Might need to. This is how brave we're being today on this video to do anything on yeah. crypto live. <laughs> Definitely. It's a journey. Let's see. Journey. Let's see if um, the connection worked. Okay. I did connect the wallet. When I did my uh, .sats one, it did take a while. You know what? I just did it. So for some reason, the connection is not coming through. <laughs> GM Batsy. <laughs> he's okay. suggesting. He's trying to get a free uh, Bitcoin domain name from us. <laughs> we can still talk through the process. Oh, if no, it's fine. Let's see. Um, and if it doesn't work through, do also let me know. and We can easily move on to the conversation. I think just letting people know the user face and uh, of Xverse and how to connect it to .btc 
um, is a lot of info there already. Right. Okay. Well, not sure why the connection is not going through, but normally what you do is you simply sign in, connect your wallet, and you're able to claim this username, which I am sure I can do right after this. <laughs> uh, look, look, like this is this is something that you should do always by yourself anyway to concentrate, like the correct names, the correct connection, the correct passwords. So, okay, so that's the sort of first journey. You feel like you belong more into the ecosystem now. I see you open up the gamma.io page, create your digital legacy on Bitcoin. I mean, tell me a little bit, what is Gamma? Is that sort of like the NFT marketplace, like the OpenSea on Gamma is like the Bitcoin version? What is Gamma and why do we have to, if we go down the Bitcoin uh, ecosystem of exploring in Web3, why does Gamma come into our lives? Yeah, Gamma, Gamma is a marketplace. It's also a wonderful launch pad for artists to launch their collections uh, directly on Bitcoin, as well as Stacks Bitcoin layer. Uh, and, and a wonderful place for us to get started and, and create our first Bitcoin NFT. So same process here as you would with any other Bitcoin decentralized application. If, if you're connecting, you can just connect your wallet. Mm -hmm. And here, I think part of this is because my screen is not large. So I wonder if... Oh, hmm. there's our there's a on-chain monkey friends. Yes. <laughs> so let's see. If we go to create and create a new inscription, we'll have the option to select either a single image or text or you can even upload multiple images and just for simplicity today we can go ahead and uh, create some text here and and that's the wonderful thing we are putting text we're about to put text directly on the bitcoin blockchain forever and ever this is a forever database so what we do here today <laughs> will go down in history uh, <clears throat> I like so that. Let, let's let's test fate again. Let's go for it. Yes, let's test fate. I mean, should we put real vision in here? Hell real vision. Yeah. Real vision. Um, anything about real vision that we should say? Oh, now you're testing me. What shall we do? Let's go to the community <laughs> and ask them. <laughs> go for it. Go let's for it. Okay, so now we have the option to choose a fee and uh, I'm going to go ahead and opt for a higher fee. Oh, she, she's impatient. She wants things quick. She wants to etch things on the chain real quick. <laughs> I'm so cheap back in my Ethereum days, I would make sure to choose my gas fee, the lowest one possible, and then I panic for a day or two that it happens through. Totally, and now and now we're going to, here's here's what's special about Bitcoin NFTs, the, the ordinals, is that you're going to need to use a special ordinals address. So what I'm going to do here is go into my collectibles tab. I'm going to select my ordinals address, which, which starts in BC1. And I'm going to paste it here. And because I'm sending it to myself, I can just put it in the recipient Bitcoin address part. And um, let's go ahead and I'll put my email in here. And here we go. Review. Did you have to um, insert the ordinals wallet or, or was it there already? Uh, so so all I had to do was just type the text and then click continue. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. and, and same thing if you're uploading image, you just upload the image and click continue. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to need to send Bitcoin to this address. And so I have the option to either manually type in 
the, the Bitcoin amount and the address to my browser extension, or I can opt to simply scan the QR code to pay with Xverse. And Xverse has a really easy way to scan it. Uh, because I'm on the browser extension, I'll go ahead and copy this address and I'm going to be <laughs> manually typing in <clears throat> the amount of Bitcoin I want to send. So I'll do that real quick here. This is the funniest thing about Bitcoin because it's worth so much money. Not point, not, 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 not. Hello? Hey, I'm still here. All good? Yeah, yeah, all good. I can hear you. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. So now I'm clicking continue. Check on the status of your transaction. And let's see, we can view the payment details here. And then we're just going to wait for that transaction to go through. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer because this is Bitcoin that we're working with. It's not a mm -hmm. super fast chain, but we all are working on various scalable solutions. Uh, and then we should be able to see that that ordinal, that Bitcoin NFT pop up. And so I will see a text soon in my my Xverse gallery showing uh, Real Vision loves Bitcoin. Uh, so we can <laughs> look at that if we go into my my gallery here. I can open up the gallery. I can view some of the NFTs that I have in my in this particular wallet address. So you can see I already have secured um, another Bitcoin username, Xverse app.sats, I have Elizabeth Olson.sats, I've got um, some some tokens, I've got uh, my own, <laughs> one of my own inscriptions, uh, some Rachmaninoff sheep. You're showing us your bags basically, Elizabeth. Roger on our platform goes live demos are great. And you know, even though uh, things obviously not as smooth sailing on a live demonstration, it actually is more than harder than it looks with the live bandwidth that we got going on as well. But to show the interface of the website is even a good start, I would say, to show how people really um, to do this journey safely. OK, so we spoke about ordinals. Uh, I'm going to get to a question from you from Nem, from my favorite Canadian French trader about why stacks is important. But we'll get to those in the questions uh, further down the line. Um, and we also went through how to sort of inscribe a text or an image on ordinal via gamma. So moving on. Um, Elizabeth, because I get the chance to hang out with you and I know you're so all over ordinals. I know you were a speaker at an ordinal conference that took place and there's even one planned for next year. Um, what excites you most on the Web3 L2 developments in the eco Bitcoin ecosystem as you're like everywhere and across most of these projects? Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's something I mean, you kind of named it right there, like what what we need to see on Bitcoin now is L2 scalability solutions. We need to make Bitcoin more usable. Uh, and, and one thing that we're working on at Xverse is we're working on lightning integration to enable instant and fast, low cost, uh, cost effective instant payments. So that's something that I'm really excited about. We're working on a lot of um, really exciting security solutions as well. For example, multi-sig. Um, so multi-signature means that uh, not like multiple people will have access to that same account. And so you're spreading security across many different people. And in order to put a transaction through above a certain amount, you can set the amount, uh, people will need to sign on that transaction. So it's another added layer of security. We're also working on hardware support. So we'll be the um, drum roll, a little, <laughs> little alpha here, but we'll probably be um, the first wallet to uh, have hardware support 
uh, four ordinals for uh, for uh, for for the Bitcoin NFTs. So that's that's really exciting, as well as BRC20 tokens. Uh, and and I, I just think I'm I'm so excited to see all the new talent and and devs. I think ordinals have created this flywheel effect for Bitcoin, with bringing in bringing the right kind of people to the space, launching new projects, uh, bringing in uh, artists and and collectors and developers, and and that leads to to funding. And, and that's just only going to, to help the ecosystem flourish more and more. Hey everyone, we're going to take another quick break and hear a word from our partners. We'll be right back to the Real Vision Crypto Daily Briefing. Oh, go on, tell me a little bit deeper. There is, must be one project where you're like, that's so fun. Like for me, for example, I'm going down this hole and I tell you what I did the other week, right? I was messaging Nick Carter, who like has a ton of followers, but he's got like a cute little wizard next to his name. And I was like, what's that? What is this weird thing? So I just literally DM'd him. I was like, Nick, what's this wizard thing you got next to your name? And he's like, oh, that's my taproot wizard. <laughs> Have you heard about those? Of course. I mean, Tapper Wizards, I mean, this is uh they were really stirring stirring the <laughs> stirring the pot here with the the Bitcoin maximalists. Uh so uh, uh Tapper Wizards is, is co-founded um by 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 Udi and Eric Wall and and some others and essentially what they did is they saw all everything was happening with ordinals and they were wondering, you know, why why is this causing so much controversy with with the maxis? So what they did is they went ahead and inscribed all these uh, taproot wizards that were taking up all the space on the Bitcoin blockchain. Uh, and, and they were even accused at one point of breaking Bitcoin. And I think it's it's kind of a little bit satirical. Like the, the whole point is that, hey, we're, we're here to, um, we are all Bitcoiners. We're here to make Bitcoin fun again and, and magical and usable. And uh, we're, we're here for the mass adoption and uh, and there's so many benefits that ordinals have to offer. But but I think that that's the point is we're making Bitcoin fun again. <laughs> that's really good. I see many of them um, on like platforms with like wizard hats. And obviously I'm a forever Harry Potter fan. You know, have you ever tried dressing up as a wizard yet? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's like you knew. So they did have they actually did have a Taproot Wizards party in New York. And I may or may not have dressed as as a wizard, well, I wasn't sure if I could dress as a wizard or a witch. So what I did is I got a beard. I dressed like a witch, like a female witch. And then I figured if I have a beard, I'll be like extra safe, you know, just in case. <laughs> there is a chance that you could win the Taproot Wizard. And I mean, I, people will do everything to get these Taproot Wizards these days. Trust me. So, I don't know how to get one. I've signed up and I have to go through a school. And then I was in the Discord messaging. I think Udi replied back to me and he goes, I'm going to get the dungeons and the dragons to sort it out. So how fun. It does seem like a new ecosystem to make Bitcoin fun again. It is in the works. And there definitely is photo vision evidence of you somewhere in in, in a beard. Sound like beard. <laughs> I had to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So um, sometimes I look at the crypto space and I do have to take a step back before I go too much into the vortex. You know, and Bitcoin is so expensive um, as an asset. Are BTC NFTs like a, a bigger risk as a form of investment because it's much more expensive than ETH? Like, how do you know which project is safe, which project are scams? Is it like a different chain, same scammers? How do you sort of keep an eye on all that sort of stuff? Sure. Well, I think what something that's kind of interesting is that a lot of Ethereum NFTs, they're, they use IPFS, so that's not directly on-chain. And if those projects no longer are paying the server fees, those projects can get rugs. 
So, so what's unique to ordinals and, and uh, Bitcoin entities is that they're directly on chain, which means they're going to be there forever. It doesn't matter if the project behind them, you know, the, the artist who inscribed them disappears. They will always be there. So there's this uh, this immutability aspect and there's this security layer and durability and longevity that we're we've never really uh, seen before, like like what we have with on Bitcoin, which is the most decentralized, secure network out there. And I think that's why people are so excited about this. We're even seeing uh, luxury coming from the luxury sector. We're even seeing some luxury companies, uh, brands come to Bitcoin. For example, Asprey Bugatti is launching a collection. And once fully minted, this is positioned to become the first blue chip NFTs on Bitcoin. So it's super exciting time, uh, not only for for mm, uh, I think I saw uh, some of the on-chain yeah. monkeys and Farouk as a launch party in London, actually, out of all places. Yes. Yeah, we had some presence at that party, actually. So so Xverse is going to uh, be supporting the the launch and and we're just thrilled. Where was my invitation? Where was my invitation? Hey, we didn't know each other. Now we now we know each other. So <laughs> <laughs> what are friends for in crypto Twitter? I love this. <laughs> OK, so very good. Um, sorry drove off there because I was in awe of you. Um, so how do you see ordinals uh, affecting the blockchain space six months from now? And you know, six months is a lifetime in uh, a crypto. So where do you sort of see this whole ordinal space going? I sort of get the point that everyone's sort of like learning about it, haven't had the energy to learn about it. They want to start with quick video like this. Um, I know projects are sort of building. It's very much like ramping up to that space and to be in a good position um, on projects that probably have opportunities for some crazy growth in the world of NFTs or whatnot in the ordinal space. What about you? Where do you see ordinals six months from now? Yeah, I mean, it really is such a nascent space. There's so much happening. We're so early and it's not too late. I just want to tell all the, the viewers and listeners out there, it's not too late to get involved. Uh, you know, I, I think... The first thing you do, you, you you get a Bitcoin wallet and you you start inscribing and and have fun and you know not not financial advice here. It's it is experimental. It is uh, you know it's very uh, new new protocol here. But I think there are definitely ways to get involved, especially for for artists and collectors and uh, and it's just a fun way to get started in the Bitcoin ecosystem because already we're seeing new developments happening around DeFi. So. So I think art is one of the best ways to enact change and have this cultural shift. And and ordinals is what better way to get started than than with NFTs. Uh, and I, I love how you were getting started with you know on Ethereum with ENS. So that's that's another fun way is if, is with BNS. Mm -hmm. uh, in regards to actually technical developments, we're seeing a lot of different scalability solutions already. Uh, not only through Bitcoin layers, but even through uh, on, on, you mentioned on-chain monkey, so they are just recently launched a, a collection that enables recursive inscriptions. And, and recursive inscriptions, they are inscriptions that are referencing each other that enables composability on Bitcoin. So essentially we have large files that can be, uh, they would be a much smaller file size and much more cost effective. So kind of what we have is this skyscraper effect on Bitcoin blocks. Uh, right, right. So now we have 3D, uh, interactive, beautiful. I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm jump in there because you're going to geek out, freak out on me. Uh, uh -oh. And my producers is obviously noticing the time that we're, this is meant to be a 30 minute show, but I think they're going to give us a few more minutes. And he says on the script in front of me, briefly, exclamation mark, biggest <laughs> players in the ordinal space right now, quickly, go. <laughs> Sorry, 
big biggest player yeah biggest players in the ordinal space right now who do you see out there um okay so i think a really great follow is leonidas um Leonidas is a, a NFT historian coming coming from other chains, but he totally got into the Bitcoin ordinal space with um, and is now a co-host of the ordinal show and also co-founder of Ord.io. Definitely give Leonidas a follow. He's always putting out really interesting content around research and developments in the space. Uh, you know, give experts a follow. Uh, we're we're you know, one of the fastest products out there shipping, uh, you know, advanced features, but also in a really user friendly way so that it's easy for people to get started. We're putting a lot of educational content. We're going to walk you through. Uh, we have a fantastic support team and we're here to onboard the world to uh, the Bitcoin space. So uh, we love user feedback and would love to hear from you. Okay, so three projects. My producer obviously clearly is going down the ordinal hole as we are having this conversation. We talked about Taproot Wizards, uh, give, and then you know Ethereum has like bought at Yacht Club and CryptoPunks. What are three of the projects on the top of your head that you see are going to do big things on the ordinal space? I mean, OnChain Monkey, Rise people out there. <laughs> Send a banana to uh, make a wealthy digital nation. <laughs> Yeah, so OnChain Monkey is the project that's that's uh, working directly with Asprey Bugatti. So okay, we spoke about those two, and then final one. Uh, final, 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 final. Oh, this is so hard. There's so many good ones out there. Uh, I'm, putting, I'm definitely putting you on the spot. By the way, for our viewers who are watching, I do want to ask you to sort of give this YouTube or this video a like so we can keep providing the free content out here for you on the Crypto Daily Briefing Show. Anything else on the top of your mind, Elizabeth? Uh, okay, so I'm going to throw out our friends Luminex. Uh, they've okay. just been fantastic to partner with around uh, uh, minting support for minting uh, all the BRC20 craze that's happening. Uh, we don't have too much time. I guess we're at the end of our time to talk about BRC20s, but essentially it's a, it's a, a experimental token, token derivative uh, that's stemmed from, from ordinals. And uh, there's a lot of meme coins as a result on Bitcoin. Uh, it's very speculative, do your own research, but um, that's that's been really fun to see. And as a result, Bitcoin NFTs are now uh, the second most um, uh, used chain for for NFTs after after uh, they've they've taken Solana's place. So after Ethereum, there's Bitcoin NFTs at least in regards to to volume. Okay, um, thank you. Now getting to the part of the show where we mention questions. Uh, and again, you know, we've told you guys to put the questions in the chat. If you are a regular Real Vision community member, obviously I know some of your usernames. Uh, so wherever you are watching, we'll take the best ones to air as usual. And remember um, that you always take priority. But the good news is crypto membership is free here on Real Vision. You need to go onto realvision.com forward slash crypto for a sign up. And if you're on YouTube now, I have to nag you again. We're almost at the one milli mark for the Real Vision YouTube. Go and click on that and subscribe to our channel so you can stay up to date. Elizabeth, I'm going to make sure you check and hit that subscribe button as soon as you get off this call. All right, let's go to some of the questions, shall we? Um, okay, so we have Paul um, and on the website, he's asking, is Xverse also a marketplace to acquire ordinals? Where can you access them? Great question. So we we're the gateway to those marketplaces. So what you can do is uh, use our our explorer. So once you once you go to Xverse, you can then either in the app or directly on your browser navigate to uh, to a marketplace. There's many out there already. You know, there's Gamma, there's Magic Eden, 
uh, and and several others where you can go ahead and, and have fun, start start purchasing ordinals. Okay, and then Batsy, who has followed me from DJ Happy Hour all the way to messing around with me on the crypto platform, Batsy is asking, please explain the symbiosis between STX and ordinals. Ah, so so Stacks STX is a token of the Stacks Bitcoin layer. Uh, and, and there's a little bit of you know controversy around is this a layer two or a side chain? Uh, but I think it's it's safe to say this is this functions like a layer two, and Stacks is kind of that gas token that that enables the layer to leverage all the benefits that Bitcoin has to offer in regards to security and and durability. And but um, it enables us to have applications secured by Bitcoin. Uh, so there is no direct correlation at the moment between the Stacks token and Ordinals. However, there they, we are looking, um, I would say the foundation and, and all these developers and, and various projects are looking into ways to create chain uh, bridges so that people can transfer uh, their Stacks Bitcoin NFTs to on-chain Ordinals NFTs and vice versa. So there's a lot of really interesting projects and initiatives out there. Uh, I don't want to spill too much alpha from others, but uh, definitely, definitely want to keep an eye on. I out for it. I love that. Um, Elizabeth, uh, have you had fun coming on here at Real Vision to hang out with me for a little bit? <laughs> fun, Elaine. This is great. Thanks for having oh, me. <laughs> good, good. Obviously, guys, um, you know, as we continue to figure out new sort of vortex hole opens up to you too please just as a reminder to do your own research um, as you go along and learn and elizabeth so how do people keep up with you before i let you go uh so feel free to give me a follow on twitter um would love to would love to be in touch and help you know address any questions that people have uh i think i mentioned before but we're always open to user feedback and ideas so if you're a dev or creator out there you know, we do have an API that, that you can work with to integrate our wallet. Uh, if you're an artist, happy to put you in touch with the right kinds of um, launch pads and and uh, uh, supporters out there. So, you know, we're 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 here to uh, onboard people. You are a delight, and I can't thank you enough for spending some time with me this morning. Thanks for having me, Elaine. Really appreciate it. This is fun. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, visionaries, that's it for today. Make sure to check out our website. Go to realvision.com forward slash crypto. It's absolutely free to sign up. I only need to buy bread at the moment in this current economic climate. Tomorrow, we've got co-founder of Concordian joining us to talk about blockchain identification. More of that. See you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific Eastern, noon Eastern, and 5 p.m. London time. Wherever you are watching, thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you for DJ Happy Hour on Friday. What's up, revolutionaries? Thanks for tuning in. For more content like this, head over to realvision.com and get unfiltered access to the very best, brightest, and biggest names in finance.